Good morning, my name is Nick, and uh, welcome to the first episode of my podcast. So, the nature of this podcast really is uh, on my way to daycare, and it was going to be a standalone effort, uh, creative effort out of, you know, something I was thinking about doing, um, just using my time on the road from the house to dropping the kids off at daycare, about 15-20 minutes. Uh, to really lay out some thoughts and share some stuff with uh, an audience. Um, well, I currently own and operate a website called firethefamily.com. And what that is, is a personal finance blog that's basically chronicling my journey from uh, joining the military, getting out of the military, going to college, graduating college, going right into a master's degree, uh, earning my MBA and working pretty much the entire time. Uh, and then now as an account manager uh, with the software as a service company, starting as a, a business development rep, going to a transactional sales position, and then now as an account manager. So uh, I feel like I have a lot to offer. I've got three boys. I've got a seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old, almost one and a half. And I've been married for almost 10 years. Uh, I've been dating her for 10 or 11 years. We've been married for eight and a half, eight and a half. And uh, this is really a free form podcast episode where podcast where uh, I, there's not gonna be a lot of editing. It's a lot of just kind of free flowing thoughts, uh, but it's going to go over most my most recent posts on my website. It's going to go over some things that are hot topics in the news. It's going to go over pretty much whatever comes to mind during my uh, commute to daycare. And I may do one on the way back from daycare if the episodes don't run long enough. Um, so let's just get into it. I've that's basically my introduction. A uh, little background, I did have a YouTube channel uh, when I was in college. I ran it for about two years and had like over three, three million views and I made like 500 videos and uh, I had a handful of videos get over, get over you know, like 500,000 videos. Funny story is I made a secondary channel just kind of as a test and one of the videos from that was 59 seconds and it's now at like 600,000 views, so it's pretty cool. But I'm no, I'm no stranger to social media. I'm no stranger to um, making websites. So uh, it's something that I've, I've dabbled in since I was a kid. And uh, I've owned a drop shipping business. And I owned a small social media business while I was in school, and then where I helped out some local businesses. And then uh, you know, so I'm not, I'm not super stranger to some of that stuff. But let's just get, get right into it. Um, I'm, this episode, I want to talk about uh, kind of what it means to uh, shoot for something like financial independence, retire early, and you may hear my kids in the back back seat. Uh, to me, fire the fire movement, uh, which is gaining a lot of popularity in the last couple of years. Uh, it's on surface level, it's a bunch of millennials that don't want to uh, don't want to work, and that's what the news and the media will portray it as. That's what people that don't want to do any, you know, reading or, you know, searching for themselves, what they assume that it is, um, because everyone wants to throw the millennials in the dirt and run them through the gutter, and that's just not the case. The millennial generation is super capable. Uh, they're creative thinkers. They're the type that would rather program a computer to work hard for them rather than work hard for, for uh, you know, destroy their body in the process. Uh, we've seen our parents... Uh, do just that. We've seen our parents work jobs with manual labor for 30, 40, 50 years, and the results of that, uh, the physical cost that uh, comes along with that type of work, 
this isn't something we wanted to sign ourselves up for. And I know I'm speaking for a large group of people, but that's largely my experience. Um, I watched my dad blow out both of his shoulders working on uh, barge lines on the river and, um, and kind of what ensued after that. And then I watched my father-in-law uh, have multiple back surgeries, shoulder surgeries, and neck surgery uh, to repair uh, the bo- his body from being a, uh, a truck driver. Uh, that drove concrete trucks and stuff around and a diesel mechanic. So uh, for me, as a young person watching all this happen, I was like, man, I don't really want to be digging a hole my entire life and uh, pay that cost at the end of it. I would rather go to school. Um, well, I'd rather I'd rather go to school. I'd rather learn a trade uh, that's going to put me in a position where I'm more of like the manager type person overseeing people doing a lot of that intense, intensive labor. Um, and for me to go to school, I didn't have any money. I did a year of community college where I played baseball and, um, and, uh, that didn't quite work out. So I joined the military. I really wanted to get married to my girlfriend. And, uh, the only way I could see us getting together is if I got my life together and got, uh, got a real job. So the only, the only thing that I thought of I could do was join the military. So we agreed to join the air force and, uh, the rest is history. So because of that, I earned the 9/11 post 9/11 GI Bill, and uh, that allowed me to go to school and essentially get paid and uh, earn a monthly paycheck while my tuition was covered and still be able to pull from like financial aid and stuff. And I'll probably do a, an episode on that specifically by itself. Um, but that allowed me to go to college, and so a lot of people, you know, take out student loans or their parents cover the cost. Uh, and for me, I had to, I had to go and give up, you know, a number of years of my youth to go and be able to essentially go and, and go to college debt-free um, without really paying anything. And that essentially led to me getting my master's degree without paying as well uh, because of other other programs that I was qualified for. Um, so for me, uh, the FIRE movement didn't come into focus until about two years ago. I was, a, I was a big fan of financial independence, big fan of Dave Ramsey. My, my mother-in-law bought me a financial peace book when she realized that I was you know, into that kind of stuff. The first financial book I ever read was The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. And I read that at just too young of, a, too young of an age. I didn't understand much of it. Uh, but I did. I, read, I forced myself to read through it. Um, and because of that, I'm a, a strong believer in uh, really challenging yourself to think and to learn um, because that book was a, a very difficult book to get through as a young person, and it really stretched my brain and allowed me to um, to find room for that, and then and really jumped my knowledge from where it was to to um, a much higher level um, way of thinking. And so the next time I approached the book a couple of years later, uh, a lot more of it was I could understand a lot more of it and uh, really start applying some of those principles to my life. So. Um, for me, it started out trading penny stocks and getting it wrapped up into that for a couple of years and blowing up uh, my, my trading account a few times before I realized, man, this isn't, um, I'm either I'm just not good at it or I don't have the emotional stability to be able to um, be successful at this. So um, I decided to st- stop going that route. Uh, and then at the time I was going back to school, so I was about out of, um, didn't have a lot of money to invest. Uh, so for me, uh, when I got hired on at the software as a service company, I started making more money than I've ever made in my entire life, which wasn't that much, about the national average, about 40 grand, 44 grand. Uh, and it was, to me, it was like, oh man, this is where it's at, right? This is the start. And so I wanted to make sure to save some money. Um, so I saved enough to get the company match. And, uh, 
that was kind of the minimum and then the rest was just going into a savings account um, didn't know anything about high yield or anything like that um, but that's where really where my interest in the financial independence retire early, early started I just started running some numbers and some calculators and was like man if I save this much in 30 years or 20 years I'll be able to retire and that's much sooner than 60 you know, whatever 69 or 64 whatever the retirement age is um, and that's because um, because if you start young, compound interest is, you know, the, the greatest natural force in the universe. And um, not just with money, but with pretty much anything. You make enough small, right decisions. Um, I call them deposits. And over time, they compound and they lead to really, really great things. So I'm only, right now, I'm only 28. So when I started working there, I was 26. And I've started, uh, really started saving just as much as, as, much as humanly possible. Um, with, we've had some some struggles. I mean, we have three boys, so money isn't something that we always have um, a ton of extra, and it's always been a really a one-income household for us. My wife stayed, was a stay-at-home mom for a little while. Um, mostly, she's been working as a preschool teacher a few days a week and raising the boys uh, while I'm at work all day, and then now she's transitioning into teaching full-time as a kindergarten teacher uh, for the school district. So she's going to be working full-time. I'm working full-time, hence why I have to drive my boys to daycare. So, um, and that's really where we're, where we're at today. Uh, and so what my aim is, is to, the purpose of financial independence retire early for me and my family is to uh, not quit, not quit work, not quit the workforce. Um, I feel like I'm always going to be working, but I want the choice. I want to be able to choose where I work, where I live, uh, where my family lives, who I work for, what projects that I work on. And how much you know ultimately I, I get paid to do so but um, there's a point in my life where I want to remove the focus from solely making as much money as possible and really start uh, giving back and, and um, being doing working on projects that are, are meaningful to me and to other people and those around me and to really try to you know make a difference or something but um, ultimately it's to have the freedom it's the freedom to choose the freedom to ultimately you know live on the East Coast if I want to, live in the South, live in the Midwest, um, move around every couple of years, whatever. Um, that's something my wife and I have talked about, and it'd be really cool once the boys are out of the house to go and you know, live, in, live in Florida for a year or two or a couple of years and just rent a place, uh, live in you know, upper Northeast and places that we've never even been to. Um, I've been to Florida, but uh, that's really kind of what's on our radar. Um, so it isn't about quitting early, quitting the workforce, not paying our fair share. It's not about any of that. It's just, it's about doing, it's actually just being a good steward of our money. And this is, these are principles that everybody should, I feel like everybody should live live with and, um, and everybody should save more than they earn. I mean, what kind of, what kind of relationship is that with your income? If you're just easy in, easy out, well, it's hard and easy out. And just getting rid of everything as fast as you can. You know, I like to think of a bucket full of holes. And some of these people just have so many expenses and monthly subscriptions um, and bills and high car payments where that money comes in and it goes right back out sometimes faster than it comes in. And, and that's where people get into a lot of trouble. And the way you feel, the way it makes you feel um, internally, um, not, not having a lot of money. I've noticed having excess money doesn't doesn't change how I feel but what it does is it um, takes away that fear 
takes away the fear of the scarcity fear. There's a, you go from a scarcity mindset to a, a mindset of abundance and that you, you feel like there's money out there and you feel like it's easy to come by and it's easy to save. And when all of that is clicking and it's all in line, then, you know, really great things happen and, and it just makes you feel good. Um, and then you can use that money to help others and, and uh, invest and help your family and set your family up for success. And uh, that stuff is like, it's one of the most amazing feelings in the world to work towards. And I just don't, I've never understood why people don't actively want that for themselves. And they just kind of resign to the fact that they're not going to have much money and uh, they're going to be, you know, stuck in a class system uh, for the rest of their life. And, and there's no way out of it. And that's just, that going to be further from the truth. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's kind of a, a rant, and I think a lot of these episodes are going to be that way, uh, just kind of a free, full, free flow thought of where we're at and why we're doing the things we're doing. Um, I feel like, if, if, I mean, if you want to, if you want to get more of an organized uh, instructional or, or you know, thought or reference material, then uh, check out the website firethefamily.com and um, uh, use that as a you know, launching off point and say, Hey, you know, like this guy's doing it. He's got, he's got three boys under the age of, of seven. He's under the age of 30. He's already been married 10 years and he's figuring out how to save 30 to 40% every month. Uh, why is it, uh, why is it that I can't do it? What's my excuse? And that's really how I feel. So, um, plus being a military veteran, I feel like I've got a lot of experience with transitioning, transitioning in, transitioning out, transitioning in and out of college and then into the civilian workforce. And uh, it's something that's, it's gone really well for me and I've, I've done everything I possibly can to set myself up to be successful in, in uh, trying new ventures and, and, and seeing things through. Um, and so I think that, that uh, I have a lot to offer in that, in that realm. And uh, I hope that it's helpful to you and um, really trying to figure out who my audience is and uh, what this is gonna look like moving forward. So take this kind of as a, a pilot and I'm sure I'll improve as we go. Uh, but if there's anything specific that uh, that you guys want to see or hear or know about uh, as we go along, and pro- this is going to be a daily daily posting, so hit me up on Twitter at uh, Fire the Family. Uh, hit me up on Instagram if you want to. That's the v dot nick dot French, and uh, just come to the website and uh, sign up to uh, for alerts and stuff. Um, just to close it out, I got about half a mile until we're at daycare um since this whole episode was kind of just the background and where we're headed and where we've been um i do want to say hold on we're at a busy intersection um i do want to say that you know today i'm super thankful and grateful for my wife and um the person that she is and the person that she has become um and without her and without her guidance uh we joked last night that uh, when you get married super young, we got married at 19. Uh, when you get married super young, your your wife, if uh, you know, has to finish essentially has to finish raising the husband in most cases, and in my case, and some of my friends' cases, and because you know we just I just wasn't there yet. I wasn't I wasn't mature super I wasn't mature as mature as she was. I wasn't parts of my brain weren't even developed yet. Uh, you know that's the case for for I mean the human anatomy. The male brain isn't even fully developed until your early mid mid 20s and so um she largely we joked about it last night had to do some some raising of me but um and really setting boundaries of of how you're supposed to act in a marriage and um i mean obviously neither of us had been married before and we were super young but um those things she is the reason why i'm where i'm at today and 
have really set um, set the wheels in motion to uh, give ourselves and each other and our kids this the best life that we possibly can and, and know how to provide and I hope to set them up for the type of success that is just beyond what um, I'm trying to achieve now um, and I think it's generational like that you're you tend to be at the standard that you grew up at and then you know it's up to you to raise that bar whether that's a, a low standard and you know you're getting a house without a dirt floor because um, I've had family that are you know that are in that position uh, and or you you know start out you know middle class with you know maybe a boat and a nice house and a nice neighborhood and you know you take that standard of living and, and carry that on and, and try to take that to the next level uh, it doesn't really matter. It's it's a similar struggle either way, um, but everyone has you know different things to struggle with in that realm. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't mean to just continue rambling on, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and close this one out today and just say that you know today I'm I'm very thankful for my wife, uh, very thankful for the life that I've I've been blessed to live. I'm a Christian. We're we are a Christian home, so um, definitely want to put that out there in this first episode. And then, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this. I'm excited about the, what the website. I'm excited about um, sharing a lot of this knowledge with you and, and really just hopefully to be motivational to you, be helpful, and be a partner in your own journey. And, and I don't have, I'm not perfect at what I'm doing. Uh, I'm learning every step of the way, good decisions, bad decisions. Uh, so I'll definitely share those with you. But I uh, appreciate you spending uh, 20 minutes with me this morning. And I hope you have a great commute on your way to work. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll catch up with you on the, uh, the commute home. But uh, for now, go visit the site, firethefamily.com. Have a great day. And it's a beautiful day out and behind a truck with a giant American flag. So uh, that's awesome, too. Uh, God bless America. And uh, thank you.